So Lamar Jackson is the talk of the offseason. He has a lot of things evolving around him. Obviously, he's one of the biggest names that could be on the market. And because he could very simply be traded for. But the thing that is causing all this controversy is Lamar Jackson. I know a lot of people are siding with Lamar. See, the problem with it, if you don't know, is Lamar wants a Deshaun Watson-like contract. We're going to get into that here in a second. He wants $200 million guaranteed of a contract. So, the other day, the Ravens had tweeted out that Lamar Jackson turned down a three-year, $133 million fully guaranteed offer from the Ravens. So, instead, the Ravens placed a $32.4 million non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. And they'll have until this summer to work something out. So, non-exclusive... Free uh, franchise tag means that they can still sign. Another team can still come make offers or sign them. So I want to go over some of the higher paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And number one is Aaron Rodgers. He's the highest paid in the NFL. He signed a four-year, two hundred million dollar, one hundred and fifty point eight million guaranteed. That and his. Average annual salary is $50 million. And even though that Aaron Rodgers comes with a little bit of drama, especially in the offseason, I mean, that's an absolute huge quarterback. He's a four-time NFL uh, MVP. He's a Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP. Um, Obviously, there's trade uh, room. We know he wants to go to the Jets. He's probably going to end up with the Jets. But... uh, He's the highest paid. Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos has a five-year, $245 million, $161 million guaranteed. Annual salary is $48 million. And even though it was this first season with the Broncos last season, obviously did not pan out as anyone expected. Um, they got him through a blockbuster trade with Seattle. And, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett ended up getting fired. He got the contract, not because of what he did this past season, which was very bad. He got the contract of what he done in Seattle, which was take him to two Super Bowls, established a winning culture, and winning a Super Bowl, beating Aaron Rodgers, an NFC Championship to go to one of those Super Bowls. And the hope is that when Sean Payton comes in, he can help turn him around uh, and turn the fortunes for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Um, I mean, they got some work to do, but the fact is is that he's a good quarterback. And he's got a lot of things to fix out to get back to the level he was playing at, but he got the contract based on what he was at. Number three is Kyler Murray. The Arizona Cardinals, five-year, $230 million contract, 109 guaranteed. So, Lamar Jackson has an argument with Kyler Murray. If he's saying Kyler Murray is top three, I, I should get that. Because it's true. 
and Lamar has a playoff win. And obviously, Lamar is better than Kyler. And then number four is Deshaun Watson, five-year, $230 million. $230 million fully guaranteed. And that's what Lamar, that's what Lamar wants. And then number five is Patrick Mahomes. Ten years, four hundred and fifty million, sixty-three million guaranteed. Average salary is forty-five. But what really hurt, what really hurt all that was when Mahomes also took another pay cut this year. He took a twelve million dollar pay cut, which sent Mahomes' salary around thirty, thirty-five. So now GMs are like, hold on, hold on. In the top five, in the top five highest paid quarterbacks, there are three of them who won a Super Bowl. There are two of them who went to multi-Super Bowls, and there is only one of them who won multiple Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes being that number one. And so they're saying, have you done what he's done? You want what the Cleveland Browns went and got, but when has the Cleveland Browns ever dictated the market? They do not. No owner. There is 31 owners in the NFL who look at the Cleveland Browns and say that's a bad deal that you gave Deshaun Watson. Only one out of the 31 think it's a good deal. That to be in the Cleveland Browns owner. Because the Cleveland Browns could have had a winning culture, but they got rid of Baker Mayfield because they didn't trust in the quarterback they had. So, and Lamar Jackson put this tweet out. He puts like cryptic tweets out. You had to have this decipher of, of quotes and uh, and and uh, and such with emojis. Why? Stop! Are they looking at you like you're a child? Because that's what you're acting like. And he doesn't have an agent. His mom is his agent, which is cool. Okay, go for it. But then when you have to come out here and you say and you turn down a hundred and thirty-three million fully guaranteed contract in three years, you look like the bad guy. Now the NFL teams are oh. So now he's going to be choosy. Now he's going to be picky. Now you're the bad guy. Get an agent. That's what the agent is for. He's the middleman. And also with the agent, some teams are reluctant or hesitant to hate on some agents because the other players they have too. So Lamar has to get an agent. He needs an agent. But also he has to realize that he hasn't had the success of three of those top five quarterbacks. And you consider, say, he had no weapons. He had no weapons. Okay. And you think draining a team of their cap is going to get you weapons? Again, Mahomes took a $12 million pay cut this year. Why? So they can still win. Tom Brady done this in New England. Mahomes is being smart and doing this in Kansas City. You In the NFL, it, it, you can get paid and win. Most of the time, you have to win first, and then you get paid. Most of the time. Unless you're Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. Or Deshaun Watson. But who did win in Houston. For a little bit. He took him to the playoffs, had a playoff win, and had a playoff loss. But the problem right now isn't Lamar's attitude or Lamar's successes or non-success. They're willing to give him a, a good contract. 
But he's coming out here and turning down it and turning it down personally. That's why you need an agent. That's what all this is about. If he would have an agent, Lamar's problems would already be over. And now there is teams out here like Washington or the or before the they got Jimmy G, the Raiders, or that publicly came out and said they weren't interested in Lamar. Now, I think Lamar is a phenomenal talent, but I do not think that Lamar is going to be the quarterback you can bring in and win with consistently. I don't think you can because he had Mark Andrews, arguably one of the better tight ends in the league, top three. He's had opportunities. I understand he's not had like first ballot names or uh, movie ticket names. He hasn't had none of that. But you can't you can't continue going playing the way that he plays with his ability with the way he plays his style of play, which is a dual threat, morally running quarterback. It works in college, but good thing college quarterbacks only stay for four to five years. And it's college, not the NFL. And the thing that I question Lamar is his accuracy. When Lamar is forced to throw, he can't. He can't do it. Lamar is a good quarterback, but simply that's all he'll ever be, is a good quarterback. If you continue to run the ball the way that he runs, if you want to run the ball that much, be a running back. And you're going to say, Michael Vick. Michael Vick could throw the ball. Michael Vick was a really good quarterback. Understanding he had personal issues, but his playing ability. So with Lamar Jackson, again, his talent is off the walls. He's a tremendous athlete. But can you win me games? That's the question that they're asking. Can you win me games and how much and how many games can you win me? And how many, how long can you win me games? How many seasons can you go winning me games? Because that's the whole issue. Lamar's had some a few injuries in the past couple of years. He's a running quarterback. This is going to happen. We've seen it, but we also, with running backs, we've seen who run it a lot. Christian McCaffrey has some injury issues. He's got with the San Francisco 49ers now, but when he was at Carolina, he had some injury issues. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell when he was with the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell had so many touches. I mean, he just kept, they kept pounding and pounding and pounding the ball with him. He got injured. I mean, he started, I mean, he wasn't the same running back after a few years. You're not. That puts a wear and tear on you. Same thing with Zeke. But Lamar is not a running back. If he would result back into a little bit more balanced play, like Michael Vick, who, would, who was more balanced and ran when he had to, and there's a few designs, but when he was with Atlanta, but Lamar knows how to play like Lamar. And credit to him that that's his style. He can do it that way. But how far can you go in a season doing it that way? We've only seen Lamar win one playoff game. So we have nothing to show for it. He has nothing to show for his extreme style of play. He has one playoff win against a Tennessee Titans team. So Lamar, and I've been saying this, Lamar is going to fall off after a few years. He's not going to be as good. He's not. They're going to realize he he, he has a, he had a couple good seasons. That was it. 
and he had an MVP season when Mahomes got hurt. And I'm not hating on him. I'm just simply speaking the truth. Because if Lamar had an agent, none of this would be happening. And if Lamar would have, well, if he had accepted $133 million, $33 million guaranteed, this wouldn't be happening either. If he wants to stay in Baltimore, you take that offer. Because look at Baker. I think Baker's a better quarterback than Lamar. Say what you want, I think Baker's a better quarterback. He's been, Baker has had more head coaches since he's become a pro than Tom Brady has had head coaches since he was in high school. Baker went to the Bucks. He took a cheap contract. He's going to bet on himself. He's going to say, hey, let's roll. Lamar Jackson is betting on stuff we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I know that Lamar won an MVP. What did he do? How many playoff games did he won? Oh, Lamar has won the same amount of playoff games as Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield is an $8.5 million contract right now. And you know what? He's starting. Listen, if Lamar continues on this road, he's not going to be starting in the NFL within the next five years. He won't be. It's that simple. So the Cowboys are looking to win with Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones has favorites, and when he has favorites, he tries to keep and push until he can't no more with those people. Dak Prescott being one of them. Zeke being one of them that he just had to let go, who had a good handful of touchdowns this year because they used him in short-yarded situations. Tony Pollard was obviously the better back, and who I've been saying has been the better back in a long time. Now, I'm not hating on the Cowboys, no. What I'm saying is that they're going to do some a slight bit of rebuilding. Their pass rush, their defense is good. They just got Stephon Gilmore which is really going to sure up that secondary, and they're going to have to. They're going to have to compete with Philly. I mean, they got Washington, whose uh, offense is going to look being looking better with Eric Bieniemy coming in. I think they got a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke, who is good, and then Carson Wentz, who's just not good uh, by any stretch of imagination. And uh, I don't think that Daniel Jones and that offense is going to be much problem, especially the area your pass rush to deal with them. I still think that they're worse in the division. Well, but... Going on, releasing Zeke does not fix your problems, Dallas. It does not. Keeping Dak continues your problems because you got a mediocre quarterback. Now, he's had some flashes of seasons. Don't get me wrong. But as a starter, Dak is 61 and 36. That's around a percentage around 59. And 59 winning percentage throughout his career. Now, he's had a few 30 to 30-plus touchdown seasons. In 2021, Dak Prescott had 37 touchdowns. And then 2019, he had 30. Last season, he had 23, which has been mildly his average. I'm not including 2020. He was hurt most that year. But since he's come in the league, he's had 23 22, 22, and 30. With those 30 came 11 interceptions. 
Then he had 37, and he cleaned it up. He had 37 to 10. And, but then he had 23 and 15 this year, his, the most interceptions he's ever thrown. Now, I will say that Michael Gallup wasn't the big star player he was supposed to be. He was kind of a shell of himself this season. But also, you have an aging offensive line who toward the end of the season tends to lighten up just a tad bit. Now, Zach Martin is the best guard in the NFL, the best lineman in the NFL. And really, outside of him, like the rest of the offensive line is great, but outside of him, down the stretch of the season, these are veteran, veteran guys. So what are you going to do? You have to rebuild that, and, and you're not going to be able to be able to like the Kansas City Chiefs and just wave a wand and get two Pro Bowl, All-Pro offensive linemen out of the draft and go and make these trades and stuff. It, it can happen, but you're not going to – Ideally and logically, you're not able to do this all in one season. And now you need to go out here and you don't need to get Odell. You do not need to get Odell. Come out here and get a D hop. If you can get a D hop or you can go get um, a wide receiver that may be on the, on the trade block or anything of such, I think you can help because – if you bring in Odell, one, he's old. He just had two straight years of ACL injuries. You haven't seen him complete a full season. And he's going to be looking to be a number one guy. He wants to be the star still. But I'm just not seeing that explosiveness out of Odell. Yeah, you can catch one hand and all that. He's done that in his practice videos that he sent out. But... You're not going to be catching one hand like that all the time. You're in a game, catch it two hands and make the catch. And Odell, he can, he's, I believe he'll still be a good rotational piece, but he's not that number one guy, especially on Dallas. That's C.D. Lamb. C.D., now you're going to have some controversy. C.D. Lamb? And then if you pay Odell a little bit more, let's say you pay him in the 17 to 20 range, which would just be erratical. But if you pay him that, and now he's your number two, now CD wants some more money. Understandably so. So I don't think Odell's going to be a good idea. What you need to focus on is rebuilding the offensive line a little bit, get a little bit younger, especially on the tackles. Okay? Now, get another number two back. I think Melvin Gordon can fill that position well. I know he hasn't been anything really since the Chargers, but when he was with the Chargers, he was really productive. And you're not looking for this big star-studded name, box office name. You just need somebody who's a bigger back, third and short, second inches, goal line situations who can take the ball, protect it. Melvin Gordon fits that role. I know he's with the practice squad on the Chiefs, but but Melvin Gordon can be productive back. I still see something in him. And what who I think is a threat in the NFC, and obviously Dallas is probably going to make the playoffs because the NFC is a little bit weak, but I think a quarterback and a team who is underappreciated, who is not looking, who nobody's looking at hardly, is Jared Goff, MCDC, and the Detroit Lions, baby. Look, Jared Goff, in the 22 season, 22-22 season, oh my God. 
He threw for over 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns, which was tied for fifth, and only seven interceptions, tied for eighth. Like, this guy can play ball, and he still is playing ball. He had a 61 QBR, which is fifth. Like, Jared Goff is that guy. I do not see the Detroit Lions weakening. No, they're only going to continue to get better. He possibly he had a better year all around at Detroit than he has had even when he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. I just don't see a drop-off in the Lions. And if the Lions come up and get a playoff spot, Dallas is going to have to compete harder. Understand they got, again, they got Stephon Gilmore, which cleans up a little thing in the secondary. It assures things. But the thing is the offense. You're questioning the offense. What about the offense? And that's been the question. And until they get rid of Dak, they're not going to see, they're not going to see Super Bowl.